Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. My name is Tavian the Philosopher Napier. I work for, uh, I guess, in the esports industry in terms of production, coaching, uh, a lot of different things, a lot of different hats I'm wearing right now for different colleges, Western Michigan University and Albion. Uh, but I also do some high school stuff on the side, uh, just trying to get better at that, but also just trying to be a better human being, trying to get more healthy. Uh, and that's why I do this podcast. I want to try to talk about things that uh, I think are important, things that are going to help me be a better person and hopefully help other people be better people. And that's why I do this. So I have some fun stuff to talk about today. It is from this weekend. I just got home. I, I did a little bit of playing Rocket League just because I had Rocket League on the brain. And then I also uh, just wrote some notes, got my thoughts out, and did some research on some other stuff as well. Some topics to talk about, kind of help get some inspiration, so to speak. So yeah, I'll be talking about this weekend. Me and the WMU team, the Varsity and the Club esports teams, uh, a lot of our teams came out to South Bend, which is about two hours, and did an overnight tournament there. Uh, for a lot of these players, it was their first experience. Uh, you know, they competed in multiple different games, and I'll get into that later on. Uh, but my, it's just breaking down that day, you know, maybe talking about the things that I've learned and goals for the future, just the emotions that were happening during that day, uh, and just kind of be grateful for the experience because it was really fun for me to go as well. Uh, you know, I didn't compete in anything, but I was from the coaching, uh, managing point of view. So yeah, uh, that's what I'll be talking about in a little bit. But of course, I always have my other topics that I'm trying to talk about on a regular basis. Uh, things that I want to check in on, uh, things that help me remember what I'm trying to do and how I'm doing with them, kind of calling myself accountable. I talk about the concept of accountability through content. I think that is a concept for me that, that keeps me motivated. I almost feel a, a pressure to want to keep pushing myself, you know, to do better, to hit those goals. Uh, and I think part of that is, was inspired by a conversation I had with a friend about uh, the French culture and in in fashion and how one presents themselves. And I'm not saying this is right. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I still think it's a fascinating way of thinking that it's more culturally acceptable to judge people for how they present themselves in France. And that's just kind of, I guess, apparently part of the culture for my friend. I don't know much about France. So uh, this is secondhand information, but in my brain, <laughs> the way I see that is uh, I, I can't remember the concept right now. I need to do my research and kind of like go get my degree in psychology. But there is this concept where, yes, stress can be a very terrible thing. Uh, I think as human beings who don't, you know, we live in a civilized society, uh, there's a lot more stress. And that stress originally had the intent of keeping us alive, right? Give us adrenaline to run or fight uh, and give us cortisol for different situations. But a lot of that isn't actual threats. You know, it's like, oh, I might get fired at my job. That's incredibly stressful. You know, there's no physical danger to you, but there is a financial danger. And that's just as serious in our brains, for most of Americans, at least, that I know, it's it's stressful. You know, it's almost as bad. And people get unhealthy in various different ways, including depression, just from stress. But I don't think stress is always a bad thing in moderation. And for what I'm talking about here, I think competition is also a good way to be stressful or a good way to be stressed. But let me circle back to the point. I just enjoyed the concept of putting out this content not just for other people, but for myself and for my son. Uh, I don't talk about it too often on content, but I, I do have a son and one of my new goals now is making sure that I'm a better person be to be an example for him. It's, it is a stress I'm willing to endure because I think it's important enough to work on that. Uh, and it, there's nobody putting that stress on me other than me. And I have to make sure I manage, you know, that, that 
responsibility, right? I don't want to call it stress because it, motivation, right? You can think about it as stress, but for me, it's just, I am going to do my damnedest to keep working on myself for his sake and for my wife's sake and my community's sake. You know, I run the Kalamazoo FGC and right now, you know, I don't feel like I'm doing a great job of supporting it from afar. I'm very much a do-it-yourself kind of guy. And I think that when I do that, I, I keep too much information to myself and I don't really create a, you know, an ability to delegate. And I also don't like telling people what to do normally, but a lot of times I do have to do that now. And I'm realizing that sometimes direction is just what people need and you give them the freedom to figure it out. Uh, but that direction is what's really important. So with that said, uh, I would say that uh, I think I talked about this already, but I started a gym membership and I've been going somewhat consistently. This week has been really, really busy. Uh, I regret not packing a little bit more like in a bigger suitcase rather than a backpack just to bring my gym clothes. Uh, but I, I didn't practice, I didn't exercise this week other than a lot of walking, <laughs> which isn't bad. I hit way over my steps and you know, I got the, the wristwatch, you know, Samsung Galaxy type deal where, it, you know, it's a pedometer, right? There's multiple things, but you know, I looked at the pedometer and uh, the heart rate, make sure I'm not having a panic attack or anything like that. <laughs> I kid, I kid. <laughs> uh, sometimes I like dark humor. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I, I feel really good about exercising. I'm usually doing it around 10 or 11 p.m. when I'm getting home from work, uh, but I'm still using those hours productively. Uh, before, I would justify it as, you know, it's not worth it to exercise. I don't remember exactly how I, I made an excuse for it, but uh, it's not working anymore. And I, I've experienced myself trying to talk my way out of it a couple times where, you know, it's like, oh, I forgot my headphones, so I'm not going to work out. Like, I, I legit use that as an excuse. I've done that in the past and I, I did it once last week or this week, I think this week, but I caught myself like the next thing I was like, no, 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 no. Like what's your reasoning for not going to the gym? Are you in physical pain to where you feel like you might injure yourself? You know, is it, you know, headphones? Uh, you know what? That's not a high priority. Yes, it is important, but you got to discipline yourself without them as well. Uh, and so that's what I did. I exercised and I just kind of got into a meditative state, didn't look at people. Uh, I like the people watch and just by nature see how their mannerisms and everything. And one, in a gym, I feel like I get you in trouble, so I'm not trying to do that. But two, uh, whenever I look at other people, I get distracted. I recognize really easily because I have ADD and I've struggled with it for so long to have an attention span longer than 30 seconds, uh, that when I look at things, that is like a, a tangent almost from what I'm doing. That's why a lot of times when I learned working out, they said to stare at one specific spot, Like they said, all the form, make sure, you know, 90 degrees or whatever your exercise you're doing, they, they give the form, but they also always mention like where you should be looking. One, I think for posture's sake, just to have like, you know, exercising properly, engaging your chest, engaging your core, that sort of thing. But also I've recognized for myself, when I stare in one direction specifically, I don't get as distracted or it's harder for me to get distracted, if that makes sense. Some of you might get that. Maybe that's an ADD thing, I don't know, but it definitely helps me. So. When I'm exercising, whether it be the treadmill, which I think is the biggest challenge for me, because it's like, it's more than 30 seconds of exercising, it's continual. That's the hardest part for me. So I gotta make sure I'm just not looking at the TVs that are right in front of me because I don't wanna look at pox. Uh, I don't wanna watch news or soap opera. I don't wanna watch a lot of things that they're putting on there. Uh, I wanna focus on specific things. So I'll usually watch like fighting games, if anything, like a tournament or or some content from a fighting game player. But I, other than that, I'm just listening to music. So, didn't have my music, long story short, and I still exercised, uh, did, you know, about 30 minutes. I try to do 30 minutes, 10 minutes of cardio, uh, 30 minutes of weight, and then usually stretching to cool down. I guess 10 minutes of that. That's, that's about 40 to 50 minutes. It's a little bit 
you know, shorter than what I would like, but you know, one Planet Fitness has that kind of circuit thing where all the, there's a bunch of different machines in a row in this small room where you just rotate every, you know, 30 seconds, every set or something like that. There's a timer light thing there, if you know from Planet Fitness, uh, but essentially it allows me to just do all, you know, hit a lot of different things and I can skip different machines, especially with as late as I go, it's not really busy, maybe one person, usually nobody's in there, so uh, going late, that's kind of another benefit. I don't like dealing with a packed gym. I realize this about myself. Uh, I, I will do it if I have to. If I have to go in the morning and it's busy, I will endure, but my preference is I would rather go later and just have it be emptier. So sometimes it's good to work around your preferences, uh, but you can't use them as a crutch, right? So long story short, I'm exercising more, somewhat consistently. You know, I'm feeling some results. I'm not pushing myself too hard, uh, but I'm making sure I'm making sure to challenge myself as safely as possible. You know, being a little bit older, it's a little bit more dangerous to have bad form. So I have to make sure I'm engaging my muscles, building those stabilizer muscles, so my body can be a little bit more sturdy again. You know, that's that's for my son, not and not just for my son. There's, you know, I want to go hiking personally. I want to go do things. I want to still be physical outside kind of guy. And when the need calls for it, you know, if there's something really awesome that I want to participate in, I want to be able to do it. You know, I still want to win some bike races or at least participate in some. So I, I still have goals in the physical realm, like uh, activities and sports and stuff that, you know, for myself, for fun, but also maybe for competition as well. And it may be in my age range. I don't know. I don't really care right now. Uh, it's not about beating people. For me, it's just the mastery of it. So that's where I'm at with, with exercise. In terms of career, a lot of my attention with the WMU this last two weeks, we ran slash participated in a tournament last week that I talked about. Uh, that episode should be out by now. Uh, I'm probably going to release this episode a week from recording, but you know, I'll, I'll you know, that's kind of how I have to do things, record it and basically put it out a week later or put out a shorter episode that week if I have to. And so the topic of tonight is going to go over, you know, the last two days. <laughs> uh, so I'll talk about that in a second. In terms of what am I reading or listening to, I should say, I listen to audiobooks, uh, but I also talk about, you know, I talk about the books with friends as well. Uh, and right now I'm listening to uh, a series called Viridian Gate Online. This one is a spinoff with the the firebrand it's it's a a story i've read like four or five of the books um the first two are free on audible if you have an account and then this book is free as well so i think it's five books from the main storyline that i follow but this one is a different character that the main character interacts with but kind of getting her point of view and her origins it seems like i'm only about two chapters in right now and it seems like this is all not quite prequel but things happening before the story or at least simultaneously i think to the main story like maybe it starts from almost a near point to where the main character from the main series happens as my guess i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that's the case but you don't know for certain you know i have to let the story unfold a little bit further and i think they'll circle back to that but needless to say i do like the series a lot i don't know how i like this one so far it's a different voice actor or actress i should say uh, from the main ones and it's from a girl's perspective, so I think that makes sense. But the narrator from the other one, I wish I could remember his name off the top of my head. Right, yeah, it's narrated by Armin Taylor. Because I always want to say Armin Hammer. <laughs> okay, yeah, so it's narrated by him. He does some really great accents, so I'm looking forward to this voice actress to see what she can do with the narration. But I, I don't know how I feel about it just yet, but I do recommend the series if you're into things like Sword Art Online without as much creepy, like, weird romance stuff, but normal romance stuff instead. <laughs> <laughs> and it, just a couple of other things as well, like like Dot Hack Sign or Ready Player One. I feel like there's ele elements of like a dystopian Ready Player One, which mm, again, the movie, I'll talk about the book. The book, it, it is very much a dystopian future where there's a three 
the you know VR world that they're in. But the situation in this one is different. It's like a good portion of society is now uploaded into a game and they did it pretty much willingly to save themselves from dying, right? The planet's blowing up. This isn't too much too spoiler. I think this is like the explanation. The earth like literally, as far as we know, blows up and the only way these people survive, it doesn't blow up. It gets like fried so that it's not livable. The sun like fried, it did, like resources are slim and all this other stuff. Long story short, world blows up. People up upload their consciousness to this game and this follows one character specifically uh, in his exploits and his interactions with characters uh, and dealing with government and like the government system and, and uh, vying for power and how this character kind of rises up from the ranks of just being a, a solo player essentially to kind of having a party and then leading a big guild is the closest thing I can say, like from an MMO. Uh, it's it's not presented as an MMO, by the way, I don't think. I, I could be wrong, but it just feels like it's a world kind of like D&D. Like it almost feels like they're in the, the world. Uh, it almost feels like they're in the world of D&D, but now there's also people that are from a different, you know, era, right? It's like they just plop themselves into a different world. Kind of like, you know, the campaign I'm, I'm doing is a curriculum of chaos. It's like in magic. So you have D&D characters in the world of magic. It's kind of like that, but also I don't, I forget to talk about this part, but the NPCs, you don't know if they're actually NPCs or not. And that part is incredibly fascinating to me for multiple reasons, right? Just the story as a whole. Uh, I am somewhat freaked out, but also very fascinated by AI. Uh, I, I'm excited for it, but I also feel like there's some bad things that can happen if we don't mature as a society, <laughs> but just my opinion. So with that in mind, having these sentient NPCs essentially, it, they have their own set of rules and people who are from Earth have their own set of rules and how their characters work. Uh, and for NPCs, it's permanent. For humans, they respawn, kind of like an MMO. So maybe maybe it is an MMO, but it just feels like a RPG, like a fantasy RPG that's multiplayer, not so much just like an MMO. But the NPCs can give quests, right? So they, they again, they have different rules and how they operate. So it's like culturally normal for them to give quests to other people. Uh, and there is like a HUD that the players have that I don't think the NPCs see, or if they do, they're so used to it, they don't really acknowledge it too much. It's it's just fascinating. So I'm, they haven't really unveiled that part of it yet, and I'm hoping they do. But just knowing how those characters operate under those rules, I find the character interactions very fascinating and the bonds that the main character builds with some of these NPCs, non-playable characters. Uh, it's something that very much interests me and just the hardship and trials and tribulations these people go through together it's really cool it's really really cool so i i can't recommend it enough uh get the book version one of my like best online friends gaming friends he uh he bought the book series he passed me he's finished the main series he's reading like a bunch of different ones and so he's like waiting for me to catch up uh, but i the audiobooks aren't made yet so i have to wait <laughs> <laughs> or buy the book and I'm you know I already have audible I'm not spending money on books right now I uh, still want the knowledge and the experience and I travel a lot so uh, and exercise a lot <laughs> fingers crossed so I, I want to do the audiobooks that's just how I work but yeah either way the books are great I guess it's a great read if you're into that sort of thing but also the voice actor for the main storyline is great I can definitely recommend that one this one I'll let you guys know as I, you know, check back in on this topic. So if this does interest you, usually it's going to be before the main topic. I try to put timestamps in the description in case you guys didn't know that. Maybe I should mention it more often, but uh, these last few episodes I've been trying to make sure that if you want to get to a specific topic, there's timestamps in the description for you, whether it be the video version or the podcast version. Again, count accountability, right? Okay, so I am tired, so I want to just get right into the main point. Now that I'm done talking about that part, uh, I did enjoy that. But yeah, so WMU was invited to a four-team tournament 
of a bunch of different games. I think it was five games, four games. Rocket League, Overwatch, League of Legends, Smash. Four games. So we took the Varsity Rocket League team and Overwatch team and the club Smash players and League of Legends players. And we all went for a two-day, Friday to Saturday tournament. It was really, really cool. We were in South Bend at the Bendix Arena. And what was really also awesome is that there was a car show going on at the same time. Like, I didn't go too deep into the car show. I just watched it from uh, like afar, but I did appreciate the cars a little bit. So, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. If you're watching the video version, there's probably gonna be video up right now. If you wanna check that out, again, timestamps, you can go to the YouTube version. Uh, yeah, it, it was a, a good experience, right? Overall, it was really, really fun. Uh, what I wanna do is talk about a couple of different topics. So I'm gonna talk about the teams and how they did first, uh, because I think that'll, that's the main chunk of this, right? But I also wanna talk about the experience and, and a few other topics along the way. So let's start with Rocket League. You know, that's a team that I'm most attached to, I guess, right? Because my position is different now. I don't coach the varsity Rocket League team at WMU anymore. I actually hired a coach who was the captain of the team. So a student coach, you know, who's on a you know paid position uh, and he's coaching now instead of competing. He still competes in something like in this tournament though, but in our league, he doesn't, he doesn't actually compete. He is still a student until the end of the semester. So, you know, this is his last experience to get a tournament for him. He's graduating. Uh, so needless to say, you know, we did a round robin on day one and we beat two teams and lost to GVSU. Uh, they're the ones that we played before. So we already were really wanting to beat this team. And so we lost to them on game one and game two, we got seeded to where we played them last. We played our first game. Just, I think we destroyed them like three zero. The matches, it was pretty unanimous, uh, really, really unanimous. Uh, so our, our team was doing really great. And uh, I know on Friday, they stayed up watching VODs and, and studying the tapes and everything. And uh, it, that made me proud to hear that. They were, doing, they were doing that on their own. I can rely on these people to like be motivated to do the right thing. And I also feel very confident in my hiring of the coach. So that's that's really, really awesome as well. Um, but unfortunately, in the best of seven in grand finals, they wound up losing the GPSU. Uh, so we were waiting for next year. And a lot of the players, other than the coach, they're going to be there next semester uh, in, the, in the fall again. So I'm, I'm excited to, to keep working with them, to see them get the run back before they graduate. I think that'll be a really good experience for them to be able to have. You know, overall, in terms of experience, I'll, I'll talk about this more. You know, I, I, over, these players had a, a good experience according to them. You know, we asked them, like, what can we do? Me and one other employee uh, who's basically kind of overseeing it now, he's in charge of the project essentially. You know, we just asked them, you know, how was the experience? What do you think? Any advice from the student point of view? And we try to make sure we take their input in because they're the students, they're the people that get the experience. And as much as possible, we want to get that experience for them. Of course, there's the recruiting aspect and that's, that's good for business, but they're still enjoying these experiences. They got to go, you know, without paying for a tournament. They stayed overnight in the hotels, you know, they shared rooms, of course, you know, that's what gamers do. And then they got to compete on this like, cool, pretty cool arena. It was like in the gaming lab portion of it, but it was still a really cool experience and a good presentation for the most part. Uh, so unfortunately they did lose. One player took it really, really hard. You know, they all took it pretty hard on themselves, but uh, there was one player that I think, uh, if you remember my topic on, on toxic accountability, I, I think I would say that he's, he's borderline there and he's a good kid, really good kid, really talented player in Rocket League, but just blames himself a little too hard. And I, I'm gonna keep working with them, gonna keep helping, but uh, I'm just, you know, you, you feel that. There's a, 
you know, empathy. <laughs> That's the word, right? Committing to these teams and, and trying to help them. Even though I'm not in a coaching position, I still support the coach and give them advice and things to work on. And I talk to the team and get their mindset. Uh, so uh, it's something that you want for them. And then when they don't get that, you you feel responsible. And that's just how I felt. And I, I felt their sadness. I was sad with them. Uh, and I just tried to make sure that I didn't say they were, you know, show them as disappointed, right? I, I don't think that, that's not my coaching style. Some coaches are like that, but I want to build people up, not tear them down. And, and some people, they, I do understand that they do need that. And I am very firm in certain points of views when I talk about it, but I make sure that my intention is to try to minimize the downsides of someone's psyche <laughs> while also making sure they're focusing on the right thing. That's just the way I see it. Everyone has their own style. That's mine. The next team was Overwatch and they played so well. Like in game, in day one, I think they went undefeated, if I'm not mistaken. On day two, they beat, I believe it was Bethel University in semifinals and then went to grand finals. And unfortunately they wound up losing, I think one to two. Uh, they started strong in game one, one game one, then game two was really, really close. Then game three, uh, there was like a couple of throws, I feel like, and some really good play from the DPS of GVSU. <laughs> No, no, actually it was Bethel. It was Bethel. Bethel was the people who were hosting the tournament, the Bethel Pilots. They're partnered with Bendix Arena, which I think is really, really cool. The So Bethel wound up taking it, and the Overwatch team is still a club team. No, no, no. The Overwatch team is a varsity team as well as Rocket League. And what's cool is that some of the players were from the club. You know, we upgraded the Overwatch team from club to varsity, and, and then... And so I, I know a lot of these players from before the pandemic. And, you know, I've built bonds with these players. I've talked to them, had conversations, got to know them. The coach is actually one of the former players who had won the big tournament uh, a while, like before the pandemic again. So he's he graduated and he came back to coach the Overwatch team. He's in a paid position as well. So uh, one of the like one of the people who graduated from the school is now coaching as well. And there's another person about to graduate who's a student. He's coaching uh, the Valorant team. They didn't go, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. It, it, I'm very connected to this team as well. I wanted them to win. I didn't have any time invested in the coaching portion of it at all because Overwatch is not something that I can really coach. Uh, just the mentality side of things for sure, uh, but strategy and things of that nature, not so much. So needless to say, I was you know bummed. They took it pretty hard as well. That that was their coach's responsibility to kind of talk to them and, and help them out and, you know, handle the way he coaches. But I definitely still felt that. I really thought they had that game. It was so close. So we got second in, in both games. In Smash Bros, we had four players come and the first two got fifth place each. I believe they're like the shared fifth place. Fighting games are weird. The double elimination bracket uh, numbering makes it kind of odd. Like there's no fourth place. It's like one, two, three, fifth, seventh some it's something like that i can't remember exactly how it goes but just, it, just understand that that it's kind of like fourth essentially or fifth but we also had two players in first and second and what's cool to me you know i i don't know if it's pc to talk about it or not uh but you know from what i understand you know a female person got second place and i think that's really cool right my, my point is that seeing females in games or people who express themselves as females whichever uh i think it's cool and but yeah so we went home with you know for fighting for smash bros they actually gave two trophies or three trophies i should say first second and third i believe bethel university got third a student from bethel but yeah we took home at least two tournaments or two we at least took them uh, a first place and a second place trophy and then the last game was league of legends league of legends is a club team and again 
I know the coach, but I don't know the players as well. But I still, you know, they were the last hope, right? All of our teams got to grand finals, at least. So every one of our teams so far and leading up to this got in grand finals or finals. The last match, right? League of Legends was the last one. And I'm telling you guys, I was tired. These games go long. One game can be like 30 to 50 minutes, you know, to an hour, uh, let alone, you know, best of three. So it's like five o'clock by the time this is happening in game on day two and on Saturday. They played well in the pools. I think they went three and one, lost one match to the people they're playing now. And so they were getting the run back and they won the first game pretty unanimously. Second game went by pretty fast and they wound up losing that one. So one, I was tired and ready to go. I was like, I don't care who wins at this point. I just want you guys to like finish. <laughs> Man, I was ready to drive. It was a two hour drive. So, and I got to drop off the students before I come home. I'm ready to go. And you know, I don't want to get too much into the band pick phase, but one thing that's important to understand about League of Legends is that you can essentially lose in the portion of the game that hasn't even started where you pick your characters. There's a ban pick phase. Each team bans a certain number and each team picks their characters for all the roles that need to be filled. There's a strategy to it. And this can determine how the game's gonna go if both teams play the way they're supposed to play. And I gotta say that I think that League of Legends, the League of Legends team, they won during that ban pick phase uh, and they played their game well and they had some great team fights and was able to clutch out the win. So we have two teams, Smash and League of Legends that took home trophies. Uh, and that's really important for the, for the program, honestly, for students and rep reputation, but it's also cool for the students. I, I now understand a lot better the whole concept of team spirit and, and rivalries, right? When I was young, up until like 20 years old, I never really understood rivalries and school, like school rivalries. I didn't understand school spirit uh, or anything of that nature. And I don't think I feel it the way that, you know, students did when I was in high school, but I'm invested in it because I'm putting time into it. So there's a, there's a personal investment and, you know, I'm not the one playing, but I'm rooting for them. I want these kids, I know these kids, I want to see them have a good experience and I want to see them get the win that they worked so hard for. So yeah, I, you know, I, I am invested in these students and I want to see them you know win and be happy and have a great time and have an experience that they're going to remember and, and a lot of them did but it was really cool to go home on a high note you know we won the last game of the day and a lot of players played really well but we actually finally like got a trophy got some recognition in, in a game that we've been putting a lot of time into smash is something relatively new that you know a couple of students i i knew the students i didn't know they went to the school uh, so that was crazy but you know, I didn't really know much about the Smash team. So in terms of that, it's like, yes, that's good for us. Like that's good for business. <laughs> um, but it's also really cool to know some Smash players and kind of help support that scene. So that's a whole nother side thing that we're gonna try to work on is having some Smash tournaments at the arena uh, and kind of supporting local Smash. But also seeing League of Legends win, especially as a club team with a, a, uh, with a coach who also graduated, but you know, he's on the club side. So he's not paid, he's not a staff member, he's his own person, put a lot of time into this team and we wound up winning. So that's pretty huge for him. He's a cool kid, you know, still young, from my point of view, but clearly uh, I would say he has some good skills in terms of coaching and, and good knowledge. So kudos to him and uh, kudos to the team. They played really well and it was a great experience. All right, so I wanna talk about the venue and 
my experience, my point of view from like production and stuff like that. So again, we didn't get to sit into the, the big arena. I'll, I'll put some pictures in the uh, video version, but it was kind of like a gaming lab. They had good PCs. They had a cool setup. They still had a stage on this room as well uh, with like plexiglass setups so that, you know, like sneeze guards essentially. It, and we got to still watch the match. It wasn't like a huge big screen, but we got to watch like big screen TVs rather than like a big projector. Uh, and the venue, like it, it looked really nice. Like I had to just put pictures and video up for you guys because it's hard to really describe it from my point of view. Like it's, it's hard to talk about like structure and, and, and like how it looked. <laughs> uh, but I'll put a link in the YouTube version so that if you want to check it out, you can kind of skim through that and get timestamps for, for this. But anyways, I, I thought it looked really cool. It was way more comfortable. It was in a good location because it was in like this, uh, what do you call these things? Not like a plaza, not almost like a mall. Right. There's a couple other stores within the same building, but there wasn't an arena. So it's, it's convention center. I think convention center is the right term. I think that's what it would be called. Uh, but in terms of production, I think they still have some like learning to do. I don't think they have any paid production just yet. So that's part of the challenge is, is mainly students running it. And I, I think they're having Internet problems as well. So they have some challenges. It's, it's so interesting because every college and esports has their own challenge you have to kind of hyper focus in a certain area and then build out from there otherwise you spread yourself too thin so it's cool seeing a lot of different colleges make do with what they have and making it work and focusing around that and still developing teams competitive competitively viable team um you know so i always offer my advice i was like hey if you have any questions i'll let you know Here, like here's something that you can do to help you out and it feels cool to have that knowledge and, and see like it's maybe an ego boost to realize that a lot of other colleges still have a long way to go in terms of production like we're we're light years ahead of other schools at western in terms of production and that's really awesome i feel really proud about that and i've invested so much time into it that it's it's cool that i I have that knowledge and this is like up there and I can I can help other people, which streaming is a very important thing in this era of technology and culture. So to have the skills to run a stream, to teach people how to get equipment and software and setup, that's a really cool skill that I have that I don't know when I developed that, but it just sort of happened from just hobby from this podcast from youtube and from running tournaments i've learned multiple different avenues but also working at western and their software and learning like professional software and studying other tournaments and just watching and asking questions and learning i've developed this knowledge and I, i've developed a skill to be able to do things pretty quickly in the programs uh, for multiple programs obs streamlabs obs vmix you know the elgato software is pretty cool too getting creative with the elgato stream deck that's really cool but tangent aside, what was also awesome was there was a car show going on, so I got to see some car, I got to see some cars that I really liked, like the Datsun 240, Nissan 240 from Fairlady. The like it was a Dodge Charger, there was a monster truck in there, there was a, a Viper, a GTR. So that was really cool. I, I kind of wish I had spent a little bit of time checking that out, but it cost like five bucks, and I'm pretty frugal, so I, I just didn't. Uh, but yeah, there was a car show going on, and then I got to see some really cool stuff. And the location of South Bend, I've never been there before. It was pretty cool. You know, I, I it was snowing on day two and raining on day one, so the weather was trash. Uh, but the location was pretty cool. Our hotel is right across the street. Like it, it, it was like a 30 second walk, depending on traffic, right? That like, you can see the building right there. It was not a far trek. It wasn't connected to the building. Like I thought it was going to be, but it, it wasn't that bad at all. So we were able to go back and forth, get things, get food uh, at the hotel and, and that sort of thing worked out really well, worked out really well. And then on our way out, the person from Bendix arena actually showed us the arena portion of it. And I got some video and pictures of that as well. It, it looked really cool. It looked really, really cool. So I, I think there's a lot of potential there. We, we got invited to next year. We had a great experience. It seemed like they liked us. We liked them. So yeah, we, we want to go back. 
beat them in Rocket League, beat them in Overwatch, uh, I think that motivation is good. I think that motivation is really, really good. We have something to look forward to. These leagues are really cool, and the Rocket League team is still in their league. They're going to get finals for sure. But having these rivalries is pretty interesting. It's pretty fun. I I'm more competitive in my older age now than I was when I was younger. I'm way more confident in what I believe in myself and in believing in others. And I don't mind a competition because I think competition breeds excellence. The The will to show your mastery and or defeat an opponent and the focus and practice and discipline it takes to get there, I think that experience makes you a better person if you let it. Some people can get very toxic from trying to be competitive. There's like competitively toxic people or they just enjoy being jerks to other people. You know, it's there's that aspect of it. But with discipline and focus, and intention and goals and, and planning, competition can be something that builds a lot of character in you and you recognize things about yourself you didn't even know. And you can develop skills to a high degree that might help you understand concepts of, in the future for learning other things that are totally unrelated, uh, but you still have this mindset and experience that you can relate things to. So I, I, I wanna embrace that for these students and I try to help them guide towards that direction so that they do make those choices on their own. It's a little hard to plant those seeds and make them ha think they have that idea on their own and I don't really care to take the the credit when it does happen and I see it happen anyway as long as they get the information and they better themselves that's all I want I don't you know I'll start getting paychecks <laughs> more as I get more clients and people want to you know pay me but uh I, I hopefully I continue to work with Western and I continue to make more money doing it uh, that is the goal that is a dream We're, we'll find out in the summertime hopefully what that you know I'll, I'll talk about it I'll never talk about specifics on money uh, I don't really like to talk about how much I make, so don't expect that anytime soon. But I will bring up the topic when that time comes, and you know I'll let you know what I can. Uh, the last thing that I'll talk about is Cloud9. In the past, I talked about a partnership with Cloud9, and I still don't have all the details, so I can't really say too much again. But I can say that the contract is working on being signed and uh, it seems like both parties are wanting to do this so all the paperwork has to clear but there will be some interaction with cloud nine and in western and i'll be a part of that project uh and so i'm excited to see what happens right i don't know too much of the details just yet uh and when i find out i'll let you know what i can but that's really exciting to like add to my repertoire my my resume and i'm excited for this summer you know I, i'm really curious to see how this goes but needless to say you know kind of a coincidence one of the representatives from cloud nine was at the tournament that i went to so we got to talk about it a little bit and, and like i got that point of view as well so again i'm, I'm being tight-lipped more than i need to be but i'm not superstitious but i don't want to jinx the situation if that makes sense and i don't want to say too much if things roll back because then i'll have to mention all that too because otherwise uh i just ignore that i couldn't just ignore that i talked about it and so i gotta update you now end of story i had a great experience i think a lot of the students had a great experience there was some heartbreak and a lot of celebration and i would say that all of us are excited to go back next year and prove ourselves and have fun and build a community of competitive gamers with other schools i'm very grateful for this experience i i've missed traveling for tournaments and even though i'm not the one competing it's still great and i'm still a gamer so I, I still will play some games when I am able to. <laughs> and, you know, it's just a fun experience. And uh, I, I think a lot of the students really appreciated it. Some of them are seniors, so they're graduating this year. So as a last chance, they'll get to do this for a lot of them. They may never ever do this again. They go off to their majors that have nothing to do with esports and they go on with their life. Some of them might have futures 
in esports and may continue to pursue that career. Uh, and they have some support from us and their team and their community. Some of those graduates are still here coaching teams. They are invested. We're building a community. We're building something more than just playing video games. And the more people that understand that, the better. Competitive gaming may not make sense to a lot of people, but I I've been around it enough to know that it can breed excellence too. It helps motivate me to be a better person. You know, I love improving at various games. I can't commit too much time to a lot of them, but I try to make sure I get something out of it when I play. I try to make sure I practice my composure so that I don't ever really get too nervous or I don't recognize when I'm nervous and I have techniques to calm myself down and bring myself back to a focused state. I work on that and it's able to help me help other people do that as well. So I, I have to say, you know, if you're in the Kalamazoo area, make sure you check this out. If you're a student, check this out. We we, we are here. Uh, when I try to do my part to get this program more attention, more eyes, uh, they seem cool with me talking about it and I'm gonna talk about it in a respectful nature. I'm never really gonna badmouth the organization. I'm sorry, I'm just not that kind of guy. Uh, if there's something that I might not dis you know, agree with, I'll try to express it from my point of view as much as possible. And I just, I'm not going to disrespect someone who is helping me eat, right? <laughs> helping my family eat. Uh, I'm not gonna shill either. I'm gonna be as honest as I can be professionally, but I really believe in the product. I really believe in what they're building there. I believe in what I'm building there. I've contributed a lot of time and attention to this. And while I'm not making the same mistake again, where I stop making content and stop working on my business, I'm gonna still work on that. But this is kind of like a life project. There's, there's a lot of things that I'm personally fascinated by and want to do and can do that through them. So I'm gonna try to do that as much as possible. And I have more ideas that I can't get to yet or don't want to get to yet that I, I really want to do. So I got to do more things and hopefully this still works out. Hopefully I can invest more time into this in the future with, with pay raises and such. Uh, but for now, I'm just glad to do what I do. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. The last thing I'll mention is my affiliate with Audible. If you go to tvnapier.com slash audible, you can get yourself a free month of Audible and you get to choose two options. I do the more expensive one, which is like 14 a month, 14.95 a month, I believe. And that gets you access to the catalog of free books, kind of like Netflix in a way. There's there's net like books that are sponsored by Audible that are free if you have the service, right? But you also get one free book a month, one free book token that you can put towards whatever book it may be. So I tend to look at the more expensive ones that I'm interested in. I got a lot of personal development books like The Art of Learning, like Think and Grow Rich, like Mastery by Robert Greene, but I also have stuff like Viridian Gate Online and the Harry Potter series. So I got a little bit of both and I listen to those through Audible. But you can also check out the, I think it's 7.95 version as well. That one just gets you access to the catalog that I talked about before, but Viridian Gate Online is on there, at least the first two books and the Firebrand one. Uh, so you can check out those books on my recommendation. Highly recommend them. Uh, you can do it for free. No commitment. If you keep it after a month, then I will make a profit. Otherwise, you tried something out and it didn't work for you and I'm fine with that. But if you do, I think that you'll have a good experience with Audible, so I recommend it. Uh, thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, I feel like I'm doing really well with the recording and editing process. I'm, I'm new, I have a new editing process that I'm working on and is more tedious, but I feel more productive when I do it, so I've been trying to adhere to that and as such, it's easier for me to recognize when that episode is not going to be done in time and I can record a shorter content for you guys so that I stay accountable and I still put out content. You guys have a great one. I will see you all in the next one.